Welcome to the post up. This is your new weekly NBA show coming out of the Gold Boy Sports Network where three friends cover everything from the association. Sorry about last week, no episode. Dylan has frog wireless and it absolutely <laughs> destroyed. We had a very good episode going, probably our best one ever. I thought uh, it and it was, I thought it was phenomenal. And it was destroyed uh, about 45 minutes in. Dolan and I decided to keep going with the episode. Come to find out later that after an hour and 40 minutes of recording, was going to be an hour 20 show. Can't use any of it. Uh, that's on us. We will be better. Hopefully, not hopefully, starting this week, we are going to be better. Uh, I My name is Michael Willis at Carefree Willis on Twitter. I am joined, as always, by first and foremost main man at Ryan Props with a fucking Z on Twitter. Ryan, what's up, dude? What's going on, fellas? Crazy, crazy shit we saw yesterday. I can't wait to talk about it. I just called you Ryan. I've never called. I don't call him it's Ryan. Weird. I call him yeah, Dolan. Yeah. It almost so, threw um, me off. Who the yeah, heck yeah. is Ryan? Yeah, for sure, dude. Uh, that man you just heard is absolutely buzzing right now uh, from that Celtics Derek White tip in last night at Dillbond00 on Twitter. Resident Celtics fan. Dylan, what's up, dude? What's up, dude? Just watch Dolan's cat knock over his mic. <laughs> Love it. Love freaking, it. Freaking on a high right now. Wait, wait until tomorrow. Excited, excited for tomorrow, or very <laughs> unexcited, depending how it goes. But yeah. um, I'm doing all right. Happy almost Memorial Day. Yeah. Let's uh, before we get into the uh, Celtics and Heat game, let's cover what we were going to cover last week: Nuggets and Lakers. Real quick, Nuggets move on, boys. How are we feeling about a Lakers? LeBron possible going to retire. It was a lot of talk of LeBron getting swept. And then he flipped it 180 on us, Dylan. Like you said last night, came out with a might retire. Got a lot of things to think about. What do you think about that, Dylan? Can't hate him for it. You know, it's a topic. And I, I tell you what, no one was talking about him getting swept after it. And I think that was his intentions there. No chance he's retiring. No way. No way. You think, Dolan, you think no chance he retires? No chance. No I chance. I think there's a chance. I think there's a small chance. Uh, after the whole quote came out about it not being his son's i don't remember the exact quote but it wasn't his son's ambition to uh play with him even though it was his i don't yeah that's exactly right yeah i don't i I wouldn't be surprised if he said you know what fuck it he's got a sweet new uh uh movie coming out i think it's on peacock it's about him and his buddies from saint vincent saint mary's and their come up and uh how hard it was um at that high school that's gonna be sweet have you guys seen that trailer? i didn't even know that was a thing i had no idea that was that was happening yeah, Dylan, you knew about this? Mm-hmm. yeah i've seen a trailer for it a couple of times looks pretty good this is new to me this that's pretty cool i look forward to seeing it yeah, yeah. it's gonna be sweet you see some dude wearing the fighting irish 23 jersey he's wearing i guarantee it's gonna be awful i'm, I'm, I'm almost 100 yeah, not like i'm n- not expecting anything yeah i mean i could almost guarantee it's gonna be a terrible i mean how bad could it have been at st vincent st mary's i can't imagine that bad was it a private? Is it a private school? I'll shut the fuck up. I, mean, I don't yeah, know. I don't, I don't know. We, we could we could cover that in a few weeks when it comes out. We, we definitely we'll watch the movie together. We'll tune back in. Podcast. Tune. It's right. Tune back in. 
uh we'll have a deep dive on this uh this 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 movie coming out on peacock uh let's talk about the nuggets though because that's really what we should be talking about nuggets fucking good huh yeah man doubted them a lot of the postseason finally jumped on the train last series and, and picked them to beat the lakers i did not pick them in uh in four but uh i did pick them and um there was really no looking back i mean i mean we really might this this might be uh might be starting to see the the tides change a little bit as far as you know best player in the NBA and it kills me to say it because I mean anytime Jokic does something good it, you know it seems to uh it seems to bring a black cloud above a beat and bead which is kind of funky to think about but uh I mean I think that debate after what we've been seeing is is completely dead and that that really kills my soul to say that but um I mean Jokic has to be approaching best player in the league territory and if he could pull this off um, even with the help of Murray, uh, you know, we we might have a hell of a conversation on our hands for this offseason. Appreciate the honesty, dude. I mean, that's that's what we're here for, man. This show's all about honesty, and we appreciate yeah. that honesty. Yeah, just don't look at my eyes that are tearing up as I'm saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Dylan Dylan's been probably the only person I know that's been on the uh, the Nuggets since day one. Um, I took Lakers in five. Hilarious. Yikes. Uh, Dylan, what do you what do you yikes? Dylan, what do you uh you you stoked on your boys in Denver and then uh how do you feel we'll talk we'll go we'll go into we'll go into uh predictions later how do you feel about the nuggets getting all the way to the uh uh, nba finals first time in uh franchise history good for them yeah i mean i pretty much like obviously i was picking the celtics to win it all but if i had to pick another team to do it it would be the nuggets and uh since i'd say maybe like february i just had since once they started taking that slow dive towards the end of the season that's when i was like yep they don't care about the regular season they're going for the playoffs and i think they're going to be different and as usual, I was right, so no surprises here. But um, shut up. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, honestly, like uh, Jokic, it's very, very impressive to see a center dominate the game in so many ways, and he doesn't even play defense. So it's like impressive how well you can dominate a game without playing defense. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 outrageous. I'm sitting here looking at the his numbers from that series, and he averaged 28 points, 14 and a half rebounds, and 12 assists. That's insane. That's insane numbers, and it's so impressive. Uh, his um, his over under points was consistently at twenty nine. Uh, hilariously, if he averaged twenty eight, his unders would have hit. But if you know, if you listen to the show, you know that I took his unders twice, and neither <laughs> one of those times hit. Uh, phenomenal stuff. That's what cost us a post up parlay yep. at one point. Hundred percent, sure which we will be dropping one of those today, and it's gonna be the best one yet. Uh, we've been very close to these post up parlays, and. You know, this Jokic, this is on me. I mean, I was, I've was i definitely not been a Nugget supporter. I did take him to win against the, the uh, Timberwolves. I thought Phoenix was going to beat the doors off of the Nuggets. <laughs> uh, did not happen at What an all. idiot. What an absolute idiot. Yeah, you too. I did too. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> yeah, I really, yeah. I didn't have much doubt that Phoenix was going to handle that series. So Good uh, for Denver. Tipped cap to yeah. the Nuggets. Good for Denver. Jamal Murray becoming that guy. I brought it up uh, the last episode that probably a lot of other guards in the West, you'd take over Jamal Murray, and he's outlasting all of them. A lot of that to do with Jokic, but this Denver team is a good team. And I, I saw a clip the other day. I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but the uh, we're in this social media age and all that and the internet age, and uh, the only fucking thing we know about this guy is that he likes horses, and that's the funniest <laughs> fucking thing in the world. I think that's, yeah, that's so... Awesome. We don't know anything about this dude other than he likes horses. That is, and he was drafted during a Taco Bell commercial. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it, dude. That's you guys see the picture when he first, like when he was a kid? 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, awesome. this is a, yeah. Such a legendary kid. photo. <laughs> so awesome. So great. Uh, let's move away from congrats to Denver making it all the way. I owe Dylan a steak dinner at Golden Corral. It's going to be <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, follow <laughs> us on at, Grab the keys. That's right, baby. Follow us on at the post up boys to uh, I'll I'll, uh, I'll send out some pictures of me and Dylan at our uh, nice fancy steak dinner. If he ever um, steps up and takes them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I've been, I've been, I've been uh, ducking him. Uh, let's move on. Let's move away from this Western Conference. Let's talk about uh, what everybody's here for. The Pistons <laughs> get absolutely fucking robbed uh, from the lottery. I mean, some unbelievable stuff here. The Pistons are the worst team in the league, I think, by three or four games, and no first, no projected first overall team has ever fallen this far in the draft pistons are the very first to fall this far all the way to five i mean i said it before like last week i said you know only thing i don't want is to fall out of the top three and i just and i had supreme confidence there's no chance that's going to happen but i did say i don't think we're getting number one i think san antonio was hard to say this shit's not rigged hard to say this shit's not rigged when you've got uh nicholas batum uh boris dial tony parker all old spurs all of France loves the Spurs, and now they got, you know, the young heads with Victor. Congrats to the Spurs. You're going to get Victor Wimbanyama. He's going to be around for like 20 years. Might get hurt. Might turn into Zion. Might not. Pistons probably going to draft a future Hall of Famer. Uh, let's move on, boys. There you go. Yeah, there we like go. Like confidence, yeah. Michael. Like the confidence. Yeah, love it. Yeah, we, we, we touched it. on that, that a lot of a little bit more in-depth last week's pseudo episode that never actually came Um but uh, yeah, we. I mean, we're good. We could just go ahead and, and, and glaze over that. I mean, we've already proven that the the, the lotto's rigged. So yeah, I mean, it's move on. Yeah, phenomenal stuff. Absolutely phenomenal. I, I've it's taken two weeks. I mean, I'm kind of over it now. So like, yeah, I don't know. While the, the league hates Detroit, and that's I mean, fair enough. We're gonna be so fucking good next year when Cade comes back. Uh, let's move on to uh, Boston. It might win the whole fucking thing next year. Let's move on to Boston. Yeah, and, uh, just Miami. might, dude. It just might. Yeah, just might. Just might. I don't. I mean, I don't see why not. I'll tell you that. Uh, Boston, Miami, the series that I said this. I think I said it in the last episode that obviously did not come out. Uh, I have been a Heat hater for a while now, and this team has been very impressive. Going up three nothing, and then Boston. Came all the way back, Dylan. How how were you feeling at 3-0 down? Well, it's pretty funny. Last Sunday when we were recording, I was currently watching the Celtics getting stomped in game three. Um, That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I've gone a long way in one week. But um, like I, I'm not going to say that I knew they were going to come back from 3-0. But I did – say and i've been like mentioning this whole time to anyone who would listen to me talk um if it was a scenario where the coming back from three was going to happen it was going to be this because two teams that like there's what, a 13 game difference in their standings like the celtics are clearly more talented than the heat one team was playing out of their minds the other team was playing like garbage and eventually you think that would level out and it kind of did some miracles happened last night for to keep the series alive but I mean, I'm not gonna. I don't know what's gonna happen in Game Seven. This series has been such a freaking toss up. Who knows? But I can't imagine. I'd be very upset. The Celtics came all this way to lose in Game Seven in DD Garden. But it's been a fun series. Um, 
one of my good friends is a heat fan and i texted him yesterday talking about just how crazy it was and he just started freaking crying making all the excuses and <laughs> freaking tayshawn i was like hey yeah man, there, I, I was about to just, say we can name drop on the show yeah i just wanted to talk about how crazy this is man i didn't want to hear your excuses you didn't hear my excuses when the celtics were down 3-0 but it doesn't <laughs> matter it doesn't matter um tayshawn and i have a dinner for that one too so why do you think uh, how do you think boston was able to get back into this game man into the game, into the series. You know what I mean? I mean, I think that this team ever since like these last two seasons, they've been a team that has not handled prosperity well and has always handled when it gets hard. You know, it's just that's um, how it's been. Like all-star break last year, they were 10th in the East and then they end up being second. So, and they just like in the thing yesterday, in the last season, and then they're even like the Hawk series, they were um, what are you doing, Dolan? <laughs> the Hawks series, they should have handled them. They didn't. The Sixers are garbage and should have handled them, and they went seven when it shouldn't have. I was talking to Dolan yesterday. He said he blocked that series out of his mind. So he yeah, probably I don't even know what series you're referring to. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, then the Heat come, the eight seed, and they're down 3-0, and then they win three straight, hopefully four, but we'll see. I mean, it's it's been absurd, honestly. Joe Mazzulli get any credit for this? Absolutely. Absolutely. Great question. I th- I mean, Michael, you mentioned this before in the show. It's like at the end of the day, the players are the one or the m- making and missing shots, you know? So it's like in today's NBA, I think it's such so much more player driven than it has been in the past. But he's got to have some credit. Like he's he if one thing he's calling timeouts now and like phenomenally, which yeah. he wasn't doing, hasn't been doing yeah. all season. Um, and that just like every time he's called a timeout, it's been like on a random four oh run. Just like, but you can tell something was building with the heat and he caught a timeout and then it ended it the last three games. So he deserves some credit, doesn't deserve all the credit. I think the, these players just have lackadaisical mindsets where it just like they sometimes are in it and sometimes they aren't, honestly. And even Jalen Brown was on TNT after the game yesterday and they asked him like, because they blew the 10 point lead because they always blow leads. They asked him, it's like, why do y'all do that? And he was like, I don't really know. I guess we just do. <laughs> so it's just <laughs> good answer. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Their, their whole, like it said, like Charles said, that you've never seen a team that goes, has so many hills and valleys like the Celtics do. Yeah. And it's like, a fact. This yeah. is the hottest and coldest team you could ever yeah. imagine. Yeah. But it's like looking at, like you said, they went to the finals last year and they only got better compared to last year. Um, so they shouldn't, in theory, go to the finals again, but we'll see. Yeah. Dolan, thoughts on this whole, uh, you know, Miami go up 3 nothing in the series. Jimmy Butler, everybody's talking about how he's the GOAT, and fucking three games later, everyone's talking about Jimmy Butler's gone missing, putting out wanted signs for him and shit like yeah. that. What do you think about Miami going up 3 nil and then Boston storming all the way back? And do you think that Joe Mazzulli gets should get more credit you think he's out coaching Spole? Is that is that how this is hmm. going, or is this like uh, it's just know. a good series? Yeah, I don't know if I'd go quite that far, but I you know I definitely got to give him his flowers. I think he's done a good job. Uh, you know, it's just situational awareness seems to. I'm not going to say improved because you know it's hard to hard to imagine it would improve, but I mean he's he's stepping up and doing what he needs to do. You know when it needs to be done. Um, I think the starting Derek White was a really nice move, and uh, him being on the floor apparently, especially at the end of games, is is quite a good thing. But I mean, all in all, I just think you, you know, ain't the, kid. The, the level of talent is just is just rising to the top. I mean, not to say not to guarantee a win or anything next game, but I mean this the talent differential here is just uh, absolutely absurd. I mean. Uh, behind Butler, who has been pretty 
pretty awful last two games. Their next leading scorer is it's not even Bam. Uh, it's Caleb Martin. It's Caleb Martin, and then after that is Gabe Vincent, who missed a, you know a key game in the series as well. I mean, no disrespect, at, uh, obviously at all to Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent, but you know you, you look at the Celtics roster. I mean, their number two scorer is their number two scorer. It's, it's Jalen Brown, and not that he's been great this series, but I just think the talent differential is going to make its impact on the series eventually. And yeah, we're just we're just experiencing that right now, and they're just they're just a vastly more talented team. They're. I, I, Deeper is an interesting thing to consider. They might not necessarily be deeper, but I mean, I, no question, they they have way better uh, team overall. I don't know. I think with the depth, like Kyle Lowry has been pretty horrible, and the only person off the Brent bench who has done anything besides the thirteen points Kyle Lowry did, and I think in game one, has been Duncan Robinson, who's been good. Yeah, give him some yeah. credit, but it's just like Malcolm Brogdon really hasn't shown up the series, but he's obviously hurt his forearm. Yeah, I've been disappointed in Struess. Struess hasn't done much. Robinson yeah, stepped up a bit. Robinson's been, played well. I think Robinson's like playmaking has been one of the more, yeah. I, I guess, just unexpected. Excuse me, things from the series. I'm super impressed with his passing. I mean, he is turning it over at a fairly high rate as well. But oh no, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the wrong stat. He's barely turning it over. So good for him. Uh, but he's averaging three assists a game in 18 minutes, and it's never really something I remember seeing in his game. And like, I mean, these aren't really fluke assists. I've seen him make like really nice passes, on, you know, in, in really big moments. So, um, yeah, credit to him. He's putting up almost 12 points a game in 18 minutes. And uh, meanwhile, Max Struess is just really not doing a whole hell of a lot. So, you know, they really needed Duncan to, to step up. Struess is only knocking down 34% of his threes, um, and he plays a good amount of minutes. They they need him to be uh, launching and, of course, making. But um, he doesn't really seem to want to be aggressive. And with that, you know, his, his numbers are suffering pretty bad. So Duncan's been a... a huge factor in this series and obviously Caleb Martin he started last game but you know he was he was uh, he's been their second best player I mean he's just been yeah he's been I mean arguably best player most consistent at least he's definitely been their most consistent player he's He's been balling dude that's a fact he's played well pretty much every game it's so frustrating watching him see these crazy shots like who are you man like geez what are you doing shout out him man Duncan Robinson cannot play defense. I mean, that is something that we found out. We found out before this, but I mean, he's not very good at defense. But and the lights got a little bright there at the end for him. Could have made. Yeah. Two. We'll talk about the this this game from uh, last night. Saturday. You're listening to this on Monday from Saturday night. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. What's today? What Sunday. Yeah, today's Sunday. Today's Sunday. Talking about the last the last game. I got myself all mixed up. That's on me. Uh, we'll talk about the game that uh, became the buzzer beater to send this to game seven uh game pretty much i felt dominated by uh boston through three quarters felt like they were complete control jimmy butler not doing anything bam out of bio not doing anything i'll say this there's a lot of i'm not i don't want to turn everything back to detroit but there's a lot of pistons fans that want to trade for bam no thank you i keep that guy 16 last game what are you doing missing 12 of your 16 shots dude Dude, what are you combined, doing, man? There was a point where they Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo were combined like 7 of 35. Just no thank you. I said this to Dylan a little while ago, but I feel this is way easier said than done, but it felt like in this game that the Celtics were giving Jimmy Butler these midi pull-ups. And that's it's a hard shot to take, but he just doesn't take them. He just continues to drive into three people is what it felt like that whole game. But Boston I'll, dominated. I'll take four times. Yeah, for sure. Boston dominated the majority of that game, and then you start seeing uh, Miami storm back possible referee issues. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But Boston, I mean, uh, Miami storm back into this. Dylan, how were you feeling when uh, Al Horford fucked up at the end and uh, 
gave Jimmy Butler three free throws? Uh, I mean, I thought the game was done. Like, I was hoping he was going to miss one of them, but I didn't think so. I mean, if you look back, like, if you take out Bam and Jimmy, obviously they're stars, every other Heat player dominated. Like, they played so well. They shot 46% from three, and the Celtics shot, like, 20%. Literally their worst game all season. They had no business winning that game. But because the star, Jimmy Butler showed up the last, what, four minutes of the game, he finally started doing something. He made his free throws when he needed to. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... It was, um, I said, when when that happened, he made the three. Obviously, there's still three seconds left. I really was expecting that, like, the play that Joe Mazzullo wrote up every, uh, like, last-second shot opportunity in the regular season where Tatum starts on the other side of the court. I don't know if you remember when Tatum hit the game winner against the Sixers, Dolan. No. The three. Towards, you don't remember that? <laughs> of no. course not. I honestly was expecting that play to get uh, drawn up when they inbound it to Smart and Smart passes to Tatum as he's, like, running to the hoop full speed with three seconds left. But... They denied ball to Jalen and to Tatum. And then you, know, you guys know what happened the rest of the way. I felt that was very good. D. Before we get into Derek White, I felt that it was very good defense by Miami. To, I mean, you you put it in the guy's hands if you're Miami that you want. You put it in Marcus Smart's hands mm-hmm. to shoot that game winning three. That was Damn solid man. work by by Miami. This thing almost went in, though, to Marcus Smart's yeah, credit. It I mean, it, 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 yeah, it did almost go. It clunked out. And then, uh, Dolan, what happened next, dude? Man, Derek White is 6'4", 190 pounds, but somehow this guy, I mean, not, not to, to say he's like a great rebounder or anything, but like he just plays big, man. He, I mean, just what a what a timely play. I mean, this is, uh, especially if they go on and actually pull this off and, and, you know, and win it all. I mean, this will be something that I remember forever. And I think a lot of NBA fans will. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to put it quite on like the Ray Allen shot level with the heat because that, you know, that came in the finals. It's not quite to that level, but it's also not like terribly far off. Like, like I said, especially if they go on and win, I mean, this is like a historic, historic shot. Uh, You know, it was so, so cool to see live, even though I was cheering for the heat. Um, You know, I, I, how could you be mad? I mean, I, I, I wasn't that passionately cheering for the heat. I would just rather them win, but, um, I mean, this is something that I'll I'll remember for a long time, especially if they go go ahead and pull this all off. So, uh, you know, cre- credit to White. I mean, he's a great shot blocker. Somehow at six four, he clamped um, Jimmy last game. Golly, if you look at his numbers when Jimmy was when he was guarding Jimmy, it was crazy. Yeah, so he just he's just one of those guys that plays a little bit bigger than he is. So super impressed. I've always been a fan dating back to the San Antonio days. He was backcourt mates with Dejounte Murray, and you know, I, I thought he was pretty damn good. I remember when Celtics got him and thinking. Motherfucker, why can't we get something like that? But uh yeah, just <laughs> not not surprised. He just seems he's just a good player, man. Just he is good. good player. Good player. Dylan, if you guys don't know, Dylan has a uh, one year old daughter who was absolutely asleep at this time. Dylan, how uh, how hard was it to not explode in your house when? Uh, Dude, <laughs> well, first so, off, what was your thoughts when Marcus Smart was taking that three, and then what happened two fucked. seconds later? <laughs> No, so Marcus Smart was the only player to make threes in that game. I think he shot four for six from threes. He's the only one. He four of the seven. Yeah. Yeah, it was absurd. And then Derek White had two of them. Um, three. Three. Okay. They had the so, only one. That's crazy. Um, but one thing that, like, he shot it, like you said, it, it was at the point where I thought either we can make some dribbles or do something, but they got it up quick. And if you look at the replay, I've watched it probably 100 times since yesterday and today, but – there's no heat player. And like you see Derek White right there. There's no heat player. Tatum has the entire side other side of the basket ready for a tip in. So it's like Yeah, yeah. He was there too. So it's like I don't the I don't know if the heat gave up. And I was trying to think like if I was in that scenario, granted I don't get paid to play basketball, 
I would just sit there and be in awe watching that ball. I would not crash the boards. I'd just be like, oh my God, is this over or not? If but, I was Derek White, if like we had switched, like that, because you, if you go, go on to our Twitter at the post up boys, uh, I've put it up on there. You can see the whole video, the inbound Marcus Smart and then Derek White. There's a moment where that lane for Derek White is completely wide open. Wide open. Wide if open. I'm Derek White, Tatum too, just like Dylan yeah, saying. Yeah. If open. I'm Derek White, I'm I promise I know I know who I am. I'm standing watching that fucking thing go <laughs> yeah. up. There's no chance I'm running that <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. That's why I, he's the pro and I'm not. But don't go ahead. One weird you know, weird note about this play as you know, something that I noticed as I watched a couple of times overs. Um Tatum had like he had a really decent chance of fucking this up. And getting in White's way, and he somehow recognized, like in that moment, in that split second, he somehow recognized that he needed to pull his left arm away from the situation, let White take it. That's fucking brilliant shit. Yeah. That that is brilliant. I mean, he, yeah, he could have easily tipped that out of White's hands, and they're sent home. So, uh, you know, weird, weird credit to Tatum for just uh, I don't know how you're that aware in that situation with uh, that much pressure on you. But shout out to him. Soon as it went in, there was a moment of pause. Everybody, you know, the, the stadium erupted a bit because they thought he hadn't gotten it off. I when I watched it live, I felt I, he got that hundred percent. I felt I didn't he think that. he did, but I was watching it on a phone. Really? It's my okay. uh, <laughs> the, it's the, everything uh, on your phone. He <laughs> does his iPhone five. It's unbelievable stuff. Um, the 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 me and, me and five friends were crowded around one phone in a garage watching this. That's how we saw this game winner the announcers were going off that he didn't get it off. And it was very clear on the very first replay that this motherfucker got it off with set with point something seconds to spare too. So, I mean, shout out Derek white, man. I mean, what a fucking moment. As soon as it went, did you see Jalen Brown just freeze, just stunned? He didn't even like celebrate. He was just stunned at what had just happened. Shout out game seven. Uh, the, the, you know, Best two words in uh, in sports. Cannot wait for that. I mean, it's going to be a pretty electric series. Like Dylan said, though, how 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 much would this suck, man? If uh, you did all this work and then you lost in Game Seven at home, too. I mean, it would it would suck a lot. I'm almost expecting it, honestly, just because it just is almost poetic for it to happen. But um, one thing, a small like interesting stat is the first time ever Game Seven for the team that's been down 0-3 has been at home. So every other scenario, it's been the lower seed to come back in this scenario, it's the higher seed to come back from being 03. So I think that's mm-hmm. a little interesting asterisk in this history making potential thing here, but I uh, cannot wait till eight 30 tomorrow. Let's we'll just put it that way. Yeah, no All shit. Right, so you guys will listen to this uh, probably before or listen to it during uh, that game yeah. tomorrow, Monday when this drops, uh, let's go through it. What we think is going to happen tomorrow, boys. I'll give you my prediction first. I'm going to go. Damn. I'm going to go Boston. I think Boston pulled this one off. Uh get this thing back to uh back to the garden and uh get a win. Dylan. I mean, I got to pick Boston. I think I think Boston wins. I think Tatum has I'm predicting either over 50 or a triple double. One of those two things is going to happen tomorrow for Tatum. Damn. Uh, but yeah, uh, good. yeah good I, think, deal. I think the Celtics win. Fucking Don't. heat, baby. All right, let's get it. Let's get it. hot in here, dude. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. They're going to bounce back. I I think, uh, you know, if there was probably any other coach in the league uh, that just dealt with what he just dealt with, I would have I would have picked against him 100 times out of 100. And somehow I just feel like Spolstra is going to have this team so ready. And they have the kind of guys that, you know, Sixers, if this happened to the Sixers, man, they might not score 40 points the next game because they are all such... They're who 
I'm about to say some shit, but uh, <laughs> let me just move on real quick. But, you know, the Heat are, I feel like they're the kind of uh, roster and definitely they have the leadership that they really, I, I feel like they could walk in the next game rather un, rather unfazed somehow. I, it, it ain't for I me. I would be so, I, my hands would be shaking. I know my Sixers uh, players, all of them would be so, so shook. Um, but I just feel like there's something a little different about this Heat team. And, um, you know, obviously it's what's gotten them this far. I, I think they can come out and pull this off. And they're plus 245 to win on, you know, pretty much any book you look around at. I'm sure that pr- price varies a little bit, but it's kind of crazy. I think I got to. The Heat are plus 245 to win? Yeah, I I gotta probably put, I gotta put that. a few bucks on that. Yeah, I'll probably I'll put what the what the kids say some little pizza money on that bad boy right Attaboy. there. Uh all right, yeah, let's go into uh post up parlay for tomorrow. Who wants to start? I know you go what first, I got. Michael. You go first. I know what I got. I'm gonna take uh I will say this. It's it's harder and harder when you get to these one off games or get to these 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 playoff games because these teams know each other so well by now. I'm going to take Al Horford over boards. He got seven, or I think he's at seven right now. Uh, he got yeah, 11 and he got nine uh, the last two games. So give me uh, Horford boards. Nice. Dylan, go ahead, man. No, you go. Okay. Um, so I'm going to actually, I'm going to stick with a pretty chalky pick here. I'm going to take Tatum over 30.5. I'd imagine uh, this will jump in between 30.5 and 31.5. I'll just take either. Man, it's going to play 48 minutes, man. He's going to take every damn shot that he can find uh i i went and looked at the sixer series uh that i forgot existed and um I, I found out that he played pretty well in that game seven so i wouldn't be too surprised if he does it again so uh i don't i don't like taking point point lines this high very often but just situation calls for it and yeah give me give me tatum even if it's 31 five by the time you guys are looking at it i'm fine with that too dylan what do you got i'm gonna go since both you guys did celtics players i'll go um a heat player. I'll go Duncan Robinson over 1.5 threes. Yep. Let me ask you guys a question since all of us here are extreme high-level ballers. When Duncan Robinson <laughs> caught that three, when he caught the ball to shoot that three at the end, but he took a dribble, did he fuck himself up? Did he fuck his rhythm up? Should he just have catched and shot? Did he take too long? Did he overthink it? The lights got massively bright lights in got that bright. moment. They were twice uh, there. What do you think, boys? Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you remember that moment that I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, for for me when I'm shooting, I'm more of better than a catch and shoot. When I dribble, it throws me off. I think I don't have a problem with him taking time. The gather dribble was one thing. I was like, maybe don't do that. But I mean, you see it all the time. NBA players when they get wide open shots, they just miss them. Like you do, elite elite players. Sometimes they'll just that's miss probably them. his first time being in that moment, right? Duncan Robinson. I mean, he's played in some big games. So yeah, he's I'm played not in the finals. To go that far. That's fair. That's fair. But, that's fair. What's the yeah, uh, I mean, parlay altogether, Dolan? Yeah, so if you parlay all of these, um, this this will actually jump up, especially if if Tatum is at thirty one point five, which I'm sure he will be by tomorrow. Uh, we got plus four sixty five right now on Fanduel. It'll probably be a little bit better tomorrow, uh, assuming Tatum gets that thirty one point five line. Yeah, plus four sixty five for the post up parlay. Love it. If you play it with us, take a screenshot, send it to us on Twitter at the post up boys. Used to ha- use the hashtag. Post up parlay. Let's win some fucking money. Let's win some what do you think, fellas? Money, man. Let's do it. Amen. All right. Amen. All right. So I think it's going to be Boston. Dylan thinks it's going to be Boston. Dolan also feels no. Dolan does not. Dolan feels it's going to be Miami. Let's assume that all of that is correct. Dylan, Boston Nuggets finals. How are you feeling about that potentially? 
I think the Celtics, I mean, they match up well. Uh, I think the Celtics have not only the guard defense and the wing defense to really disrupt uh, Jamal Murray, make his shots a lot harder because they're going to play the switch game. And I think any of the perimeter guys can guard their, uh, guard, guard Jamal Murray well. I mean, he's still going to get his. I think he's been elite this playoffs, but I think they could contain him. And a lot of times in the fourth quarter, he looks tired, noticeably tired. So I think that with second team all defense, Derek White, uh, that last year's the um, defense player of the year, Marcus Smart, and even Brogdon's a solid defender too, and he's strong. So I think that, and plus obviously Jalen and Tatum, um, I think that on the perimeter they're going to make his job harder. Jokic is going to get his, like only so much you can do with that. But I think that the Celtics have the matchup that favors them. So with that being said, I mean, Nuggets have had a month and a half off, it seems like. So, but uh, I say Celtics in seven. We'll, we'll, uh, I appreciate that. When, when, when we get an official word of who's going to be in the final, we'll give our predictions. Uh, we'll put it up on the Twitter. Go follow at the post up, boys. We'll give uh, all three of our official predictions. Um, small thing the Celtics will have home court if they play the Nuggets, even though the Nuggets are the one seed. Just in case you guys are wondering, that's, that's good to know. Don't want to put you on the spot. I'm gonna put you on the spot real quick. Give me, give me, give me both scenarios here. If 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 Boston wins, how do they match up against the Nuggets? If Miami wins, how do they match up against the Nuggets? Like I said, I thought it was gonna. I think it's gonna be Boston. Um, I agree with Dylan. I think that Boston does match up very well um, with the uh, with the Nuggets. I am gonna take the Nuggets though because I've been down on them the entire time of this this uh, this playoffs. And they have done me so dirty, so I'm just going to jump on that train. Possibly one of those situations where you jump on the train too late. Dolan knows what I'm talking about. And uh, you just get absolutely left behind like a dumbass. That could be this situation. But I believe I will be taking the Nuggets just because I I do not see how Boston is going to stop Jokic. It's still that old KD Brooklyn thing. KD can get 50, but that's you know 110 points still beats 50 points. So... Who's going to step up? Of course, Jamal Murray's there, but like I said, I think I think that the uh, the Nuggets will will, will they're going to take this thing home and good for them. But Dolan, what do you think? How does so let's go with Boston first? How does how do you think Boston matches up against the Nuggets here? Well, I, I like I agree with a lot of what Dylan said, but I I also you know started thinking the opposite. Um, and you got to start thinking like how does Denver match up against Boston? So. I think Aaron Gordon will defend Tatum, I'd imagine. Porter Jr. and or Bruce Brown can handle Jalen Brown. So in that sense, I think they match up pretty well with Boston uh, you know, as well. So I think they have guys that are uh, pretty solid on the perimeter that can slow down. Never stop. I don't, I, don't th- I don't see anybody stopping anybody. But I think they can at least make life pretty difficult for Tatum and um, you know, if Brown decides that he, he cares enough about basketball to try in the NBA Finals, and I think they can make it pretty hard on him as well. I think one thing on that note, the way the Celtics ball movement can be and the way they play five out is going to make Jokic uh, work on defense. That is Who's a gonna... fact. That is going to be a huge factor. That I mean, that might be the factor of the series is yeah. uh, what the hell does he do on defense? What the hell does he do on defense? So, yeah, that, I mean, that might be the single biggest question mark. Um, you know, if you look at Miami versus Denver, I, I'm not, I mean, I, I've probably said this about damn near every series except for the Knicks series, but I'm not sure it's close, man. I, I think, I think the I Nuggets agree. handle Miami pretty fucking easily. <laughs> I um, agree. but I mean, they've humbled me a few times already. So like Michael said, sometimes you look like a dumbass and you're left behind, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to go ahead and I'll just I'll state my thoughts here. 
I'm picking Nuggets either way. Okay. How many games for each? I'm going to say Nuggets in seven versus Boston. Nuggets in like, nah, I can't say five. It's the finals. I don't think the NBA would even want that. But I'll say Nuggets in six versus the Heat. Nuggets in seven versus Boston. I'll I'll go. I'll, like I said, it's not my official uh, I will uh, with Boston. I will go uh, Nuggets in six against Boston. You can lock me in right now. I promise you I will play this. If it is Miami Heat, uh, give me the Nuggets in four. I don't. I just can't imagine Miami doing anything against this Nuggets team. Nuggets are yeah. a very good team. I've been sleeping on this whole time. Like I said, I'm going to jump on that train. Could be a situation where I jump on too late, but find out later on, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. That's life. Yeah. Uh, Either I, way, I didn't, I, think- do my, I didn't do my Heat prediction. So I'm I'm gonna go. Uh, if Nuggets and Heat play, I'll go Nuggets and five. Dang, nice. I think it'll be super interesting. Somebody mentioned how long the Nuggets have been off and how battle tested both of uh, and probably tired how both uh, Heat and Celtics will be. You know, whichever one ends up making it, it's like what is that going to look like? I mean, are, are the Nuggets going to be rusty and then the Celtics going to be really fucking exhausted or the Heat uh, really exhausted? Got you know, I, th- I think game one, either team, it's going to be so interesting to see how the Nuggets can respond from such a long break. And then Boston and Miami, especially Boston, because they just had to go seven the, the prior series. But, I mean, they had to give every single thing they had to make it to the finals. And that goes for either team. So um excited to kind of see how that goes. That'll be that'll be fun to see. Uh, I think the final start on uh, June 1st, which is yeah, Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. So the, the Nuggets will have gone an entire 10 days without playing a basketball game. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's a, that is a long bit of time. I don't, that, that isn't it. That doesn't bring up an interesting topic. That's it. We'll move on. Uh, very excited for the game tomorrow. Very excited to get this NBA finals matchup set. We got a this or that. Yeah. Let's have it. Let's start us off. Dylan. Who's got this or that. I've got one actually. Go ahead, Michael. Yeah. Uh, what was the bigger moment, Derek White's buzzer beater tip in, or Kawhi Leonard's last second shot? Oh, Jesus, <laughs> what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> That's a joke. I'm not this is not about this. this is not. <laughs> it, it's obviously Kawhi. It's obviously Kawhi because he uh, won the game. But I wanted Dylan to talk about it. Go ahead, Dylan. What do you got for this? We talking about shit. <laughs> All righty. Um, this one's we did this briefly last week, but obviously we didn't record. So for the for all of our uh, listeners, would you rather have Doc Rivers as your head coach or James Harden as your uh, one of your top players? Dolan, you go first. That's so funny because I don't really even remember what I said last week. Uh, this this question is a lot harder this week for me for some reason than it was last week. I think I'll I think I'm gonna go. Doc Rivers, because at least he can kind of, at least there will be players that are on the floor that, you know, will kind of control his fate rather than James Harden. I'm just, I've seen enough, man. That guy is just, he's just not a winner, man. He just, that dude loves choking so much. I I mean, peanut butter and jelly and James Harden and choking. It's just, it's such a duo uh, and you cannot break these two apart. You cannot do it. I remember all the way back. I was actually like, I was kind of like a, a low key uh, Thunder fan back in Durant Westbrook Harden days. I remember watching Harden in the postseason at the time, and just um, you know, at the time it felt like 
he was so unlucky because all these shots kept rimming out and rimming out and rimming out. It's just like, man, this poor, this poor fella. And then, you know, 13 years has gone by and I mean, he just lives and breathes just shitting the bed in the playoffs and in big games. So fun stuff, man. Good, good for that guy. I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of ready to move on from him being a sixer. And, um, at least with, you know, if Doc Rivers is your coach, hopefully have some players that can step up and, uh, you know, go win you some games. If you have James Harden as your point guard, I, I just think you're doomed. Just what it feels like at this point. So if uh, if th- two months from now comes out and the Sixers sign him to a four year deal, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. there 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 ought to be a lot of pointing and laughing at me. I might even point and laugh at myself a little bit because I will yeah. I will not be happy at all about my, that. My James Harden four year deal and Mike D'Antoni incoming. Can't wait to see Mike D'Antoni and uh, Joel Embiid just fucking getting it together. That's a match made in heaven. I love that, man. Can't wait. Uh, I'll give me uh, give me Doc Rivers as well. I want to go against you, but I think James Harden's best days are done. Um, he's definitely, he's like Dylan said, he's a certified shitter of the bed. I mean, he is not going to get you <laughs> over the hump. The I mean, how many times, how many opportunities this guy had? How many different team, how many different stars? And you could put Chris Paul possibly in that category. I don't know if I will, but if you guys had multiple different guys beside him that should he played with Dwight Howard when Dwight Howard was a fucking guy Chris Paul was there Russ was there he's had KD and Russ when they were young and then the Thunder and he's got Joel now I don't know man I'm just not a big James Harden guy anymore he I think he just loves getting high and going to strip clubs don't hate it don't hate it yeah I'm good good on on. yeah give me uh give me Doc Rivers hurt all right um next one I got is you guys, this might refresh your memory when I start talking about it, but it, the last five number one overall picks, if you were to draft them, what order would you draft them in if they're all available this draft? So I'll read them off. We got Paolo Bancaro, Cade Cunningham, Anthony Edwards, Zion, and DeAndre Ayton. If you were to draw, if all those are the top five prospects in this year's draft and you have number one pick, who are you going? I'll go first. Um, I, obviously, I, I'm Shut a Pistons up. fan. I think uh, extremely high at Cade. Uh, I do genuinely think that Cade has been slept on this year because he got injured oh, at the beginning of the season. <laughs> Love this guy so much. I I genuinely think the Pistons are gonna not. I don't, we're gonna be into uh, into the play in. I think that's as best we're gonna get. It's not gonna be anything ridiculous. Uh, you see how good Paolo is, and he only got the Nuggets. Like I think like six. Magic. Yeah, sorry, Magic. Correct. Um, he only got the magic like six or seven wins. I could be dead wrong on that. Must have to fact check me, but he did not get the um the uh, magic that many wins. I'm gonna go. I think most people are gonna pick Zion just because he's uh, you know, Zion. But Zion for me is probably fourth on this list because he doesn't play. He probably will go third for most people because Cade didn't play for a whole year, and I get that. Um, Aiton's last for me. Who is it again? It's Paolo, Cade. Who am I missing one? Ayton, Zion. Ant. Ant. Anthony right. Edwards. It's it should it, I feel like it should be. I mean, Paolo's so good, man. He's I I do think the guy's such a good he's such a good player. Um, I'd probably go Paolo Ant. Uh if I'm being realistic, it's probably gonna be Zion after that, and then Cade and then DeAndre Ayton. Uh, I do want to point out that Cade has only Cade's missed an entire season. He's only had two years in the league. And he still played half the game Zion's played, which is you take that what you will. I don't want Zion. I don't think this guy he likes Bo Bear Biscuits. I love Bo Bear Biscuits. Shout out. We need to be fucking sponsored. Sponsor us. That's fine. 
for sure. Those are fucking good biscuits. But yeah, give me um, I think Paolo's so good. Dolan's probably gonna go Ant Man because he's got a hard on for Ant Man, but Ooh. who's also a very good player. But I'll give me Paolo, give me Ant, Zion, Cade, and then DeAndre Ayton. But I do want to say, give it five years. Cade's gonna be a fucking stud. Go on, Dolan. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going Anthony Edwards number one here. I really liked it that we got to see a little postseason action out of him. Um, we got to see what he was really all about, and I, I always kind of suspected that he, you know, he'd be the dog to, to step up in the postseason and really fuck shit up, and and he really did. He was he was he was pretty awesome in the postseason. Um, he's gonna be my number one. Um, I think that the talent is is just so undeniable, and he's just such a difference maker. You know, every fifth game that he actually plays but I, I have to go Zion too uh I have to take my chances he's still so young um you know maybe unfortunately he he could be one of those guys that's just injury riddled his whole career and we never really get to see his full potential but I think his full potential is worth the risk so I'm going to take him number two I think it's kind of a toss-up between Paolo and Kate actually which I think would be a surprise to Michael's ears I will take Paolo not by a, not by much but I, I think availability is uh pretty significant ability at this point and, and Cade's had his, his fair share of injuries early and Paolo was able to stay on the floor you know for his one year so I'm not going to quite overreact about that but that uh, I think it's uh pretty close and I'll, I'll take that slight edge and give it to Paolo Cade I am a fan of his game I'll, I'll sit and uh trash him just because Michael's my friend and I, I don't ever want him to be happy that's what, uh, that's what friends are for yeah yeah and, 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 and friends yeah yeah absolutely that's, that's the goal and and DeAndre Ayton especially after what we saw this year is, is definitely my clear number five Dylan what's yours I would probably go Paolo one, Ant Zion, Kate Aiden. Yeah, Paolo's potential is just so high, and he—I mean—he has star potential just from seeing his rookie season. To me, I just too much there. It's a what? What have you done like for face me lately, of, league? Yeah, face of the NBA potential there for me, but Paolo, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know about all that, but interesting. I don't know. Damn, I, I, I do like Paolo. I think he's a very good player. It's a what have you done for me lately, league and. Don't spot on. Ant has been, you know, he jumped into that playoffs and was very good. But Paolo stayed on the, uh, I think he's just got a little bit more for Ant than me. And I think, uh, I think Paolo likes basketball more than Ant does. Um, so for that, give me, and that, that for me, it's a personal thing. That means something to me. Uh, so give me Paolo. I like Paolo a lot, man. I think he's going to be a very good player. The Magic are in a very good spot. Yep. Um, shout out to them. Give it, like I said, though, give it five years. We might have. A three-time NBA champion, Cade Cunningham. I can't fucking wait. Oh my gosh! <laughs> What's the next one, Dylan? Uh, I literally just made this one up just now. Um, obviously, Carmelo Anthony retired officially, and I've been hearing a lot of talks. Like, where does he rank? Yep. Congrats, good on him. Fun game, fun game to watch, man. That guy's really enjoy watching him play. Where, if you were, so this is kind of a hard one because one of them's still in the NBA, but I feel like this is one of the more closer comparisons between active players. Um. All time, who would you say if the one I'm other one I'm referring to is active retired today? Who would be higher all time list? Carmelo Anthony or Damian Lillard? Hmm. I mean, I think it's I think it's I mean because Dame's been in such a small market. What, what's the question? Who's who's more all time great, like better player? Yeah, like you know they rank the top seventy five yeah. players or whatever. If Dame were to retire today, obviously he still probably has three four more years I left. Think, I think because Dame was in such a smaller market in Portland. I mean, I know Denver is as well, but. I mean, Melo pretty much became like I didn't watch basketball at that time, but I knew who Carl Melo Anthony was, and I knew who did the Denver Nuggets were because of him. Yeah. When he went to New York, I mean, this guy became. We brought we talked about it yesterday when we were all together. I mean, he was a leading scorer of the league. I mean, this the guy only scoring was, title came in New York. Yeah, I mean, this guy was 
this guy was that. And I, I don't think, I do think, I loved Melo's game. I loved watching Melo. And I, I hate, fun. I, I hate New York. I hate New York teams, but I, I really did like Melo a lot. I think I love Dame too. Please don't get love Dame. Dame is a fucking dog. But I think because Dame's been in a smaller league, I mean, a smaller market in Portland, um, I think it goes to Melo. But who's the better player? Man, that's tough. I, st- I still give me Melo, but it's cl- it's a lot closer than you think. Yeah, I-, I would love to disagree and have a little bit of a more complicated discussion, but I, I agree fairly easily. Um, it's funny because their careers overlapped a bit, but I I would almost kind of say they played in two different eras. And um, this this current Dame era that he's playing in is is a bit different than the mellow one where scoring just wasn't quite so high. I mean, th- these games now are just unbelievable. And the, the game has changed so quickly in front of our eyes. Shout out Phoenix Suns, D'Antoni, Steve Nash teams, Stoudemire. Um, I love, feel like that team that. really, really changed the game. And um, yeah, that's why we see. Yeah, that's why we see so many 120 to 125 games. Whereas in, in Melo's era, it's not to say it wasn't pretty high scoring but you know he was putting up 28 29 points at that time which in the early 2000s was massive i mean that's that's if you go look at espn and you look at league leaders and you could look at several years over and over again you know there wasn't there wasn't seven or eight guys averaging 30 like there is now there was a few and like you know the fifth best scorer in the league averaged like 23 or 24 points so just a bit different i think scoring maybe a little harder to come by whether that be pace or defense i'm not really sure that's you know a topic for another day but um, I, I think Melo's career was, was just more impressive overall, but you know, definitely a Dame fan. And what he did this year coming back from injury was just fucking incredible. He had, I, I'm big gambler, as I'm sure most of you know, uh, I've never seen a guy have 35.5 point lines as frequently as Dame has. That's just disgusting That's to think about. But uh, I mean, he, he earned it. It was, it was very well warranted at the time when we were seeing it. But yeah, I, I do take Melo here fairly easily. That was one of those, a little fun fact for everybody. It's one of those that I jumped on the uh, train way too late. Uh, everybody else was riding that Dame points train, and all of a sudden I jumped on, and he threw up 19 points, and I had him over 35 and a half. It was disgusting. Uh, go ahead, Dylan. Um, so, I mean, that's all I got. I am going to say one thing. I'm going to start doing some a little bit of research. I've been pretty interested in Hall of Fame classes, so I think we're gonna. I'm going to throw in some this or that Hall of Fame classes additions in here. I think that, that that'll be fun. Love that. Um, I might save that for the offseason, but we'll see. We talked about Damian Lillard. Is Portland trading their pick or trading Lillard? They got to do one or the other, right? Like, I think Portland's trading the pick. I think they're going to go. I think they're going to hammer home with Dame. I think they're going to trade the pick. I think Anthony Simons is gone. For who are they trading for? I don't know. That's that's a that's a very yeah. good question. Well, we, I would we'll not definitely be get on that. I, I I'll give you a quick. I I believe Toronto is about to blow it up, and I think for that sure. they're going to trade for Siakam. I, I just don't. That. I don't know if that makes you that much better in the West. I agree with that too. I, it's hard, man. You look around the league, and you just. I mean, this. I just don't know. I if it was me, if I was Portland, I would trade Dame and just start over fresh. But that's way easier said than done. Because Dame. I mean, if you if that comes off wrong, you look like a fucking idiot for trading me and Damian Lillard so I don't I don't see a lot of players in the market that they could trade the third pick for to become contenders it's just like like sure you might be able to get bottom four in the west or something yeah. would be trading them getting a Siakam or something like that but I don't see an, a way they can make him a contender but yeah but if you want to make them happy you sell sell tickets make money yeah no like I said I think I think they'll double down on Dame one last time and uh see what they can get uh 
in, in the market there. I don't know what that market looks like. It's going to be very this this off season is going to be so interesting, man. There's going to be a lot of teams looking for a lot of players. There's only so many to go around. I fucking love. Let me say this before we get out of here. I fucking love that everyone's like, yeah, let's go get a three and D guy. Like, there's just three and D guys all over the place. It's like <laughs> it seems like every single team is like, if we just get a three and D guy, we're going to be fucking set next year. I'm like, every fucking team needs a three and D guy. What the fuck yeah, that's fact. I'm super um, guilty of that. Hey, I have. Well, um, I have a difference to that. You got one? Go on, don't. Is go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, it wasn't this or that. It was just a, a what? question. What? It was. Well, what? Go ahead and ask your question. What? 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 Awful, awful stuff we got going on over here. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Dylan. Go ahead, Dylan. Dylan. Go ahead. That was so annoying, Michael. I didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> That's what you guys were doing. Go on, Dylan. Um, is there any coaching updates that we should be talking about? I'm, I'm going to get into that after the. Oh, okay. Get into before we get out of here. Okay. We should probably ahead, prep Dylan. a little better. Yeah, yeah. All right, listen to that. It's it's very simple. It's very traditional to what we started this as. Just pick a player, man. They're both active. They're both young. Uh, LaMelo Ball or Tyrese Halliburton? Uh, I fucking love Tyrese Halliburton. So give me, give me, uh, give me Hallie. But uh, nice. That is that's a good question because their uh, their careers definitely kind of going in the same spot. Melo's probably a bit more mainstream. Uh, the real ones will know that Tyrese Halliburton is a fucking baller. He's got the ugliest fucking jump shot you ever did see. But I, give me Tyrese Halliburton, man. Nice. They both have ugly jump shots. That's true. <laughs> Very they true. really do. Very true. The two ugliest point guard jump shots in the league. <laughs> Very true. I think Mellows is a bit – it it fits him, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think Halliburton's is the the weirdest. It's ugly. I don't know. Yeah. Go ahead, Dylan. I probably have to go Halliburton, too, just, just because I feel like he has more potential as a defender. I feel like they both are extreme studs when it comes to the offensive of side of the ball. Um, Lamelo does not show any signs of being good at defense, so I'll go. Which te- Halliburton. Which team's in a better spot? Hmm. Indiana. Yeah, I think so too. Charlotte. I like, I don't, damn, that's a tough Bridges one. Bridges coming back. About that one. Bridges coming back. I, I got. I have, I, I'm saying Charlotte just because they have the second pick. That's the only reason why yeah. I'm saying. I really like Indiana's trade chips, and I like their young guys that they already have in place. But that, that number two overall pick is uh, definitely making draft. a hard it's decision. Is a good draft coming up? So, yeah, that's a tough one, man. I might have to take a week and think about that one. That's a good, good question. I like what this Indiana team is uh, is doing. Bridges coming back to Charlotte's going to be interesting. He's, I think that's uh, not fully confirmed, but yeah, a lot of talk that's, about that's official. It's uh, he was on. He put a bunch of stuff that he was on the phone with Jordan, and then there was uh, I man, I need to, I need to be better at this because I do love this stuff. There was a Charlotte Hornets reporter that that brought it up that they were going to bring Bridges back for one more year. I'll be better. Nice. Why not? One thing that's really interesting to think about, like the Pistons following this too. There's those teams the the lower end, like the worst teams in the league this year. All of them were tanking, like just sitting players every chance they can. So you don't really know what they look like when they're st- when their their potential best players are on the court. Because like, I feel like Lamelo barely played this year. Cade didn't play at all. But yeah, we we didn't we didn't we didn't tank. We got injured. Yeah, sure. So many players miss miss pretty much a full season because of a shin. You're right. Surgery on his shin. <laughs> Surgery. It gets lost in the, uh, in the translation there. A lot of surgeries happen for the Pistons. Uh, we didn't tank like these other shameless-ass fucking teams, and we get rewarded with the fifth overall pick. Unbelievable stuff, Adam. Unbelievable stuff. Uh, coaching stuff we got going on. Monty Williams looked like he's going to be taking a year off. Mike Budenholzer looks like he's going to be taking a year off. They have not signed yet. 
The Bucks have signed the Toronto Raptors assistant, which blew my fucking mind because they have a guy as the assistant in Milwaukee who is Charles Lee, who is a very highly rated, sought-after guy right now. Don't know why they did not promote him. That kind of blew my mind a, a bit. Who else? Ime is obviously going to the, the Rockets. Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse is uh, still – he's still out there. I, the last thing I saw, he's linked with Philly. Like, it seems like – Yeah, I think they Philly had a visit at some point. Love That's that. That's what I, I saw this. today. I fucking love the fact that Philadelphia is linked with two guys. Mike D'Antoni is going to make Joel Embiid run like fuck. And then they're linked <laughs> with Nick Nurse, who's got damn near no off. He's, he's, he's such a – he hones in on defense, and he goes, hey, just figure out an offense. And that – Philly's got the worst – but especially they re-signed James, got the worst team just figured out on offense. I don't, I don't rate Nick Nurse. I feel like that's probably disrespectful on my end, but good luck to whoever gets them. Probably going to be the Pistons now. Pistons probably look like they're getting Kevin Ollie, <laughs> to be serious. Um, look like Kevin Ollie coming in. He was at Georgetown, right, Dolan? Oh, man. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Dolan has no clue. Dylan, do you know it? You know where <laughs> Kevin Ollie was from? UConn. It was UConn. Uh, yes, 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 yes. It was you college coaches is not my thing outside of Jay Wright. Jay Wright, if you want to come to Philly, be my guest. My he friend. ain't. He ain't. Stop Why? that. Stop that. He, we need to stay ain't. positive. You have That's Nick funny. Nurse. What do you? What, what else do you need? Jay Wright's is top Doc Rivers getting a job. You got to yeah, imagine probably. that guy takes a year off. NBA loves recycling bums, so I'm pretty sure he gets another job. <laughs> is Mark Jackson getting a job? Did he interview? Where did he interview at? Mark Milwaukee. Jackson. Yeah, it was, it was Milwaukee. That's hilarious. Who's open right now? We got Philly, Detroit. I do think I think Kevin Ollie put up a bunch of stuff. I do think Kevin Ollie's going to do it, but Detroit's open right now. Still, Philly's Phoenix. open right now. Phoenix is open mm-hmm. right now. Toronto, Toronto's so, still open. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, I can't think. There of might anymore. be more. It's it's hard off the top of my head. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, just like NBA you, agency. We haven't coaching. talked about this once. The fact that Jason Kidd has not been fired from Dallas is blowing my mind. We talked about it. We talked about this. We, we talked about Jason Kidd a couple times on here. Actually, it blows my mind. Jason Kidd, Nets had a massive squad failure. Went to Milwaukee, great squad, one of the best players of all time. Failure. Now he's sitting in Dallas. The fuck are we doing? Is there I, I, a bigger I, downgrade from Rick Carlisle to Jason Kidd? Jason Kidd, a terrible fucking coach, man. Don't give me that guy. Probably gonna come to the Pistons like everybody because we fucking stink, dude. All right, is that the show? That's the show, boys. I think so, show. yeah. We've hit exactly we, – we started about five minutes, and then we started really recording after after that first five. So we've hit about an hour. That's fucking awesome. Uh, like I said, if you follow us on Twitter at the Post Up Boys, um, go give us a follow. If you join in on the Post Up Parlay, screenshot that thing. Send it, us, send us it, send it to us over on Twitter. Use the hashtag Post Up Parlay. If you enjoy the show, appreciate everybody listening. Go leave us a review. Uh, on Apple or on Spotify, whichever one uh, you are listening on. We would greatly appreciate it. Before we get out of here, quick plugs. Like I just told you, at the Post Up Boys is the show's Twitter. Come give that a follow. Dylan, where can the people find you at? Um, you could find me at Dilbon00 on Twitter. Shout out to my internet for not messing up tonight. Yes. Let's go. Shout out Frog Wireless. Give us that sponsorship. Is it Frog Wireless or Cricket Wireless? I think it's got Frog. I think those are cell cell companies, but Got could it. be wrong. <laughs> Shout out Frog Wireless and Cricket Wireless. Shout out Dylan's uh, Dylan's network for not kicking out on us. Uh, all you Celtics fans, 
Go follow Dylan because he's definitely going to need it regardless of outcome tomorrow. Big, big, big moment, uh, Miami and uh, Boston tomorrow. But we'll talk about that over on the Twitter. Go give us a follow. Dolan, where can everybody find you at? At Ryan Props with a Z on the end on the Twitter. And you can find me at Carefree Willis. Appreciate everybody listening. We'll see everybody next week. See you. Later. Later.